This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have overcast skies and 50 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the 15th of March, 2022. Rich Mullers with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we're expecting an 80% chance of showers today, mostly before 1 o'clock. We'll have an afternoon high around 61. Clouds breaking up late this afternoon. Partly cloudy overnight, a low of 44. Sunshine Wednesday with a high of 69. Wednesday night's low, 47 under a clear sky. And sunny and 73 on Thursday before rain returns to the forecast Thursday night and into Friday. Right now overcast in 50 at the KVOM studios. And let's take a moment and congratulate our employee of the day today, William Wilson with the Conway County Detention Center. Obituaries this morning, Carlene Stubbs Austin, age 87 of Atkins, died Saturday, March 12th. Funeral service will be held Thursday, March 17th, 1 p.m. at the Limley Chapel with Rev. David Bishop and Rev. Scott Warren officiating. Burial will be at Atkins City Cemetery by Limley Funeral Service of Atkins. Visitation is Wednesday night, 6 until 8. Jarita Lynn Barton, age 73 of Perryville, died on Friday, March 11th. She was a lifelong member of Harmony Baptist Church and worked for over 30 years between the Perry and Pulaski County courthouses. She is survived by her children, Howard Barton of Y Mountain, Billy Barton of Blue Jay, Shelley Bull of Perryville, and Jeremy Barton of Blue Jay. Six grandchildren, three great-grandchildren, four siblings, and many nieces, nephews, and friends. Funeral service for Jarita Lynn Barton will be Saturday, March 19th at 2 p.m. at Harmony Baptist Church, with Brother Tony Harrison officiating. Burial will be at Harmony Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the church. Charles Lehman Bost, age 78, of Little Rock, died on Tuesday, March 8th. He was a retired electrician and is survived by his wife, Johnny Ward Bost, of Little Rock, daughters Vicki McGee of Plummerville, Rhonda Carter of Moralton, Karen Wells of Little Rock, Rebecca Dean McKenna of California, son Wayne Pavat of Greenbrier, nine grandchildren and 11 great-grandchildren. Memorial Graveside Service for Charles Lehman Bost will be Wednesday, March 23, 10 a.m. at Kilgore Cemetery. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. In lieu of flowers, memorial contributions may be made to the Alzheimer's Association. Sammy Lynn Maxwell, age 50, of North Little Rock, died Sunday, March 13th. He was a social worker, a lab tech, and member of Calvary Baptist Church. He is survived by his daughter, Shelby Carroll of Saugahatchee, his parents, Randy Lynn Maxwell and Glenda Waters Maxwell, two grandchildren, one brother, along with his nieces and nephews, great nieces and nephews, and many aunts, uncles, and friends, including very dear friends Dr. Joe Buford of North Little Rock and Dempsey McGibney. The family will receive friends Thursday night, March 17th from 6 to 8 at the Harris Chapel. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Coming up on 735, overcast and 50 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 61. We've got an 80% chance of rain in the forecast till about 1 o'clock this afternoon, then we'll see some partly cloudy skies developing after that. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. 736, 50 degrees with overcast skies at the KVOM studios. The Perryville School District is considering the idea of transitioning to four-day school weeks, beginning with the 2022-23 academic year. A public town hall-style meeting will be held tonight to discuss the proposal. The adoption of four-day weeks is becoming more common in recent years, especially among rural districts. Both the East End and Atkins School Districts have already implemented four-day weeks, and Perryville Superintendent Walt Davis says he's received positive feedback from schools that have utilized a four-day week. We're hearing positive reports on staff attendance and student attendance, which is essential, you know, as far as those improvements would be well worth it alone, but have heard positive things on student discipline. Um, you look at a lot of things as far as, you know, we have trouble paying as well as some of the larger schools. Um, you look at teacher recruitment and teacher retention. All of those things are factors that we think could possibly benefit us by moving to that. The Perryville School District has already surveyed patrons about the proposal. And Davis says 76% of the 400 parent responses were in favor of the four-day week. Of course, our staff was 100% and our students were 81-82% for it. I think some of the fifth and sixth graders were concerned about going to school a little dark. And, you know, that's that was some of the comments that I heard from the side. But, but we have uh, looked at our comments on those uh, questionnaires and and we feel like we're going to address a lot of the concerns that they have. Davis says those concerns will be addressed at tonight's meeting which takes place at 6 p.m. in the Perryville High School cafeteria. All district patrons are encouraged to attend. Yale County Quorum Court members have unanimously approved the appointment of Heath Tate as interim county sheriff effective April 1st. Tate's appointment was the recommendation of a county law enforcement committee and outgoing Sheriff Bill Gilkey. Tate will serve through the end of Sheriff Gilkey's unexpired term on December 31st. Gilkey is retiring. The Century League of Moralton broke both attendance and fundraising records at their 38th annual charity ball held March 5th at Point Remove Brewing Company's striking new event space. The Century League is proud to announce they raised over $20,000 through sponsorships, raffle ticket sales, and charity ball activities. Club spokesperson Misty Wilbank says all proceeds from the event will support worthy causes in the community. Some of the things we've done this year is um, we've done like the single parent scholarship fund, we've donated to the Rialto, to different um, like the KC Pet Rescue, um, just all kinds of things. During the ball, Vicki Harris served a delicious dinner, snacks and dessert, and Point Remove provided craft beer, wine, and a spiked punch cocktail, while over 180 guests, many dressed in their finest prom attire from their decade of choice, danced to tunes spun by DJ Phil Blaylock. 
T.J. Holzman and Jan Dixon were crowned prom king and queen for the evening, and T.J. shared his vintage 64 Cadillac convertible for photo opportunities. The Century League of Moralton would like to thank all the sponsors of this year's charity ball, and the club would also like to thank everyone who sponsored super raffle items and purchased tickets. Raffle winners include Mark Cambiano for the Blackstone Griddle and Accessories and Asa Scruggs for the Apple Watch and Accessories. Brittany McComb won a Ruger gun. Sherry Sowers won a Med Spa package. Kim Tice won a Stay and Play Moralton package. And Alex Hill won the bonus item, a Trailmaster Mid-XRXR go-kart. Two more deaths related to COVID-19 were recorded in Conway County, and one death was added in Perry County on Monday. Those deaths represent three of the 28 total deaths recorded in the state on Monday. There have now been 62 deaths in Conway County and 36 in Perry County in the two years since the pandemic began. The Arkansas Department of Health reported one new case of the virus in Conway County and two new cases in Perry County on Monday. The number of active cases in Conway County is unchanged for the day at 13, while the number of active cases in Perry County declined by two for the day to seven. There are now fewer than 2,000 active cases in the state, with Monday's updated numbers showing a reduction of 221 from Sunday. The boisterous celebrations of St. Patrick's Day are expected to return this year. Regardless to what extent the celebrations may trend toward in local communities, drivers who may participate are encouraged to make plans for a safe return home. The Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office is offering advice to the celebratory crowd drive sober or get pulled over. A sober driver is one who hasn't consumed any alcohol. And to help keep local communities safe, Arkansas law enforcement officers are teaming up with the U.S. Department of Transportation's National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to spread the message about the dangers of drunk driving. Even one drink can be too many. Before heading out for a celebration, it's vital to plan before anyone drives. The NHTSA recommends the following steps. Even if you've had one alcoholic beverage, designate a sober driver or plan to use public transportation to get to your destination safely. If you see a drunk driver on the road, call 911. If you have a friend who's been drinking and is about to drive, take away their keys, then make arrangements to get your friend home safely. And always buckle up. Your seatbelt is your best defense against the drunk driver. Now 742, let's check markets. Here's Jenny Knight from Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, equity markets started the week with a decline with volatility remaining elevated. Early morning optimism around the Russian and Ukrainian talks reversed, giving way to weakness in the tech-heavy Nasdaq. Chinese tech stocks came under pressure over concerns that China's ties with Russia introduced some regulatory risk. Also, worsening COVID-19 cases in the country prompted new lockdowns with some factory operations impacted. WTI oil fell 7% to $101, adding to last week's 5.5% pullback amid hopes for a diplomatic solution in Ukraine and news that China imposed a lockdown on an entire region to slow the spread of COVID-19. The 10-year Treasury yield climbed to 2.14%, its highest level since May 2019. The Dow closed flat today at 32,945. NASDAQ closed at 12,581, down 262 points. Volume was heavy as 1.2 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down 30 cents at $22.89. 
Bank of America was up 87 cents at $41.20. Centerpoint Energy was down 4 cents at $28.41. Darren Company was up $4.38 at $393.86. Energy Corporation was up $1.52 at $110.27. Under Armour was up 12 cents at $14.12. Simmons Bank was up 1 cent at $28.32. Regions Financial was up $0.81 cents at $22.72. Southwestern Energy was down $0.35 cents at $5.19. Tyson Foods was down $2.14 at $85.50. Walmart was up $1.98 at $144.05. Live Ramp was down $1.12 at $33.84. Interpublic Group was up $1.18 at $34.17. Next Air Energy was down two cents at seventy nine dollars twenty eight cents. Natural gas was down five cents at four dollars sixty seven cents. Precious metals were lower. Gold was down twenty nine dollars ten cents at one thousand nine hundred fifty five dollars ninety cents. Silver was down eighty eight cents at twenty five dollars twenty eight cents. I am Jenny Knight, branch office administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Smith Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, Hospice Home Care of Conway, which serves clients in Conway, Perry, Pope, Faulkner, Van Buren, and Cleburne counties, is conducting a community food drive today. Donations may be made by calling Carol at 501-472-8148. UACCM is hosting a grad fair for fall 2021 and spring 2022 graduates today in Tyson Training Hall, the Workforce Training Center. The fair will be open 10.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., and then again tonight from 5 until 7. Graduates can drop in to pick up their caps and gowns and handle any final to-do list items before graduation on May 14th. Free lunch will be provided at 11 while supplies last, and the UACCM Alumni Association will be handing out T-shirts for those that join the organization. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Auxiliary is holding a lucky guess raffle for a dollar a chance or six chances for five dollars. You can guess how much money is inside a gallon-sized jar located at the hospital gift shop. The top prize, over $200 in local gift certificates. Tickets may be purchased at the hospital front desk or gift shop from any auxiliary member or by calling 501-977-2454. The contest ends this Thursday. The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7, and the Conway County Literacy Council will hold its monthly meeting Thursday night at 7 through Zoom. You can leave a message or a text at 501-306-2823 to request a link to that meeting. Well, did you know that you can hear KVOM's Newswatch whenever it's convenient for you? It's available on the KVOM podcast channel, and you can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 747, overcast and 50 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coming up a little later on, we'll visit with Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Up next... Eric has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues.
Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Avion's Newswire Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. Freshman Caden Mealer had two hits, including the go-ahead single in the sixth inning, and the Marlton High School baseball team edged Dardanelle 9-8 in a battle of early season unbeatens on Monday at Devil Dog Yard. Sophomore Duncan Blakely had two hits and two RBIs for the Devil Dogs, and sophomore Hunter White drove in three runs as Marlton was able to overcome eight errors to improve its record to 5-0. Junior Maddox Hogan earned the win on the mound, pitching the final two innings with six strikeouts. Devil Dogs are scheduled to host Subiaco today at 4.30 p.m. for what will be another non-conference game. Marlton High School softball team lost its second consecutive game Monday, falling to Sheridan 9-5 in a non-conference matchup. Now 5-2 on the season, Devil Dogs are scheduled to host North Little Rock for another non-conference game today at 4.30 p.m. The Nemo Vista baseball team lost its non-conference game with Rosebud 2-1 on Monday. Redhawks now 1-2 on the season. Wonderview's baseball team improved its record to 2-0 with a 12-0 win over White County Central in a non-conference game at Wonderview on Monday. Junior Lydia Polk, Homer, and sophomore Anna Ford had three hits as the Wonderview softball team beat White County Central 18-3 on Monday for its second win of the season. The Wonderview at Nemo Vista baseball and softball games that were originally scheduled for today have been moved to Wednesday in Center Ridge. After being off Monday, Sacred Hearts baseball and softball teams hope to get back on the field today as both teams go on the road for the first time this season for one of four conference games at Mount Vernon Enola. Both games are scheduled to start at 4 p.m. And if they can get it in, we'll have the broadcast of the softball game live on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. And of course, all those games today, weather permitting, of course. Uh, also tonight, Marlton High School soccer teams play at Dardanelle. Girls game starts at 5 p.m., boys game to follow at 7 and former Marlton High School baseball standout Maddox Long picked up his third win of the season on the mound for the Harding University baseball team. Right-hander allowed just one run on five hits and three walks with four strikeouts over eight innings in a 3-2 win over Henderson State on Monday. 7.50 now as we look at weather on this Tuesday. Currently in Marlton, humidity is at 100% with northwest winds at 6 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.11 inches. Low temperature this morning, 46 degrees. High yesterday was 56. A year ago today, the low was 45 with a high of 76. And so far this morning, uh, 13 one-hundredths inches of rain here at the KVOM studios. Total for the year now is at 10.79 inches. Sunset this evening is 718. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 721. And a forecast does call for 80% chance of rain continuing today, mainly before 1 p.m. And a high near 61 degrees. We'll have uh, additional accumulation between a quarter and a half inch possible, they're saying. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, low around 44. Then a couple of nice days, Wednesday and Thursday. We'll have mostly sunny skies tomorrow with a high near 69. Then low to mid-70s with mostly sunny skies Thursday before another chance of rain Thursday night into Friday. Right now we have 
overcast conditions and uh, light rain at the KVM studios right now 50 degrees in Marlton and Newswalk continues in just a moment Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.55 now on KVOM. We're going on a close-up interview this morning by Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Eric. All right. Good to have you on this Tuesday. Of course, the city council met last night and a little bit of business to, uh, to take care of. And I'll kind of start there with some of the stuff happened last night. I know I heard from uh, Dwight Dykus, Trash Hog. We have the new... Uh, of course, the new company now, Trash Hog. So we're about two weeks in on yeah. getting getting that truck going, and Dwight gave us some information. He started uh, here in 2011, and he sold it to Waste Management. In 2011, his investment was 500000 In 2022, his investment was $1.3 million, almost triple what it was 10 years ago. So uh, in August 2011, a, a a two-yard dumpster was $41 a month. That's without tax. So I had him annualize that out over the 10 years with the computer, c- consumer price index, and it would be 51.35. And a two-yard without tax or franchise fee he bid out was $50.31. Now, when you add the franchise fee and tax, it's $56.77. But compare that to uh, Conway, theirs is $55.92 without adding tax yet. And the open market is $65. So we're way under our uh, surrounding cities. And same on residential, $17 uh, for residential. And Conway, without tax, open market's $25. So we're still way under. uh, And as they picked up these dumpsters, some of them were rusted out. And the bottom, uh, you know, 10 years old, they needed repair. They were nasty, had gook all over them, rust all over them. A lot of these cans had the lids broke, wheels broke. Some of them were cracked. Yep. Some of them were melted. So <laughs> if you drive around town and look no. at them. Uh, so, and then waste management, I got to call them today to see when they're going to come pick up the final round of the, of the uh, recycle cans and get those out of here. Yep. But one of the other things we wanted was somebody local. Mm-hmm. So many times we called waste management about a complaint from one of our residents, and they would always first say it was the residents' fault. They didn't get their can out in time, and that was not the case all the time. And then we had them go check their GPS and found out that, sure enough, they didn't go pick that can up. That's why we requested a local office, and Dwight has an office at Adams, and he's also getting a place built out here at the old Wayne Smith Trucking by Neil Corder to house his equipment and truck and everything yeah. and okay. so we'll be able to call them now and say hey i need this done they just taken care of and they'll get done yeah. dwight had this equipment delivered to marlton so we get the tax off of all the, of that 1.3 million dollars worth of equipment and and uh, i think it's going to end up being a, a good uh, situation now there's been some situations that we've had to go through where mm-hmm. people didn't get a dumpster so 
that's why we had somebody local and then they called them and they took it to them or you know we've worked through some people might not have been billed correctly the first time and they talked to Dwight and they've got they've either got a bigger dumpster that they've been wanting for a long time or you know we've adjusted their times a week they're getting dumped uh, but we were never privy to the commercial side we don't build the commercial side we only build the residential okay. side we never knew what that information was and waste management would never give it to us okay so now we know um and, and of course you mentioned the local office and there is a local phone number you can call it's on your cart so if you got any issues yes um that, that is certainly good that uh, you get someone local here also from meeting last night get uh, recognized uh, police chief sonny stover and of course he was named uh county law enforcement officer of the year so pretty pretty neat deal for him yeah that, that's a great honor from attorney general leslie rutledge we just sh- just shows the leadership that we have in our police department if you notice been a lot of drug busts this month also uh with uh, officer andy force and and the use of thor because uh, the state police didn't do not have a a dog uh, i think they've gotten 400 pounds of drugs off the street and confiscated thirty thousand dollars in cash and you know that just shows you what kind of department we have here and uh, and glad that sunday got recognized for that leadership and council i know did approve um uh, gave approval advertised bids get new roof and gym floor at the community sooner yes our um, the gym has, has been leaking sometime not not heavily as it is now but we've had them look at it apparently when they roofed it before they did not raise the air conditioners up to cover that and then put the air conditioner back down which we were going to do and then we got the floor originally uh it was a thick plastic squares that you could interlock and take out so if it did leak you could pull those up but they don't handle the rolling of the uh, the goals for the little kids that we have to roll and they've kind of cupped so we're not sure if we're going to have to replace all that or just the playing surface with wood or so we're checking into that and then because uh, we've invested way too much money yeah. in that facility to let it go and not have it for you know up first class for our citizens yeah. all right and also um gonna bid uh for ac unit police department we redid the the city hall side and that has worked well because one of the problems when that building was built is it had to let in a lot of fresh air okay well in the when it's 20 degrees outside it's letting in 20 degree fresh mm-hmm. air and the heat can't overcome that and in the summertime if it's 100 degrees outside it's letting in that so uh when the city hall was done it was adjusted i think down it'll cut off at 40 degrees and it'll cut off at like 80 degrees letting fresh air in Mm -hmm. and of course but when it was built there was people coming in that building all day long in and out and we don't have that kind of activity anymore and so now that we see it's worked on our side then we you know we're going to do the police side okay all right anything else from meeting last night well we we figured out a way to to transfer the the american rescue plan money to to make it less restrictive to uh, we can reimburse ourselves for the police salaries back to march of uh, 2021 and that's what we decided to do last night which will you know make that money less restrictive and we can use it to pave roads and do more improvements in the city okay good deal so kind of freeze up freeze up some our more, uh, uh, spending money COVID numbers were down below what they were this time last year for the first time. I think we're down to 13, and that's good to see that. Uh, hopefully, we'll get down to zero. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's moving in the right direction. 
I still appreciate people being re- responsible and wearing a mask if they need to or, you know, getting vaccinated. Uh, so, you know, we, you, we've vaccinated a lot of people and we've uh, tested a lot of people in this county, as you see that, over the last two years. It's hard to believe it's been two years of this. Yep. Yep, right at uh, just over two years now uh, since we started this. Um, we had the 1A state tournament uh, a couple weeks oh, ago. That, yeah, well, that was great. Our hotels were full. You know, people eating at our restaurants. And, uh, you know, like I said last night, I wish every county could work together like we do, uh, just for the comfort level of it. Uh, you know, so I heard when people went to Guy, if they were the last game, it was standing room only because mm-hmm. people want to stay and, and sit and stay and watch all the games. But at our arena, that's not an issue. Yep. You can do that. And, mm-hmm. you know, if every county would go to the bigger gym uh, – to host that and work, just work together like we do, it benefits everybody. Oh yeah, it you know. And um, lastly, how how are things coming with the the paving projects, paving and, and sidewalks? Yes. Well, the they'll, they probably won't start the sidewalk on Oak Street this year. They're in the planning stages of that and everything. And then milling on Oak and Division should start pretty soon. And then we'll have the curb poured on Green Street. The starting next week during spring break and then we'll get the sidewalk poured and that then that project will go and then they're going to also mill and pave all five lanes of harding street okay all right so we've got a lot we've got a lot going on this year again yep absolutely big big upgrades there on on the roads which is good so all right anything else this morning no i think that's it all right well thank you so much for coming in thanks Harry. all right we're off me joining us this morning 804 now on kvom You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.